podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet, y'all, but mostly woke perspective. So listen and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. We're on Spotify, Pandora, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show, weekdays on Island TV. So follow us on Instagram and Facebook at TwizPod. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, Shatara. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed and highly favored. You know how that goes. Good to hear your voice. All right. Um, but um, uh, hey, what we calling this episode? We're gonna call this episode 2020 Pyrex Vision. Okay, you ain't never seen them pies. Got so much white. It'll hurt your ass. That's trap music. That's trap music. All right, all right, all right, all right. So we got to get right into this ratchet minute. Of course, it is all up in the ratchet was the Jeezy versus Gucci Mane versus battle, Mm -hmm. um, which was at nowhere but Magic City up in Atlanta. Did you? I went to. I've gone to Magic City a couple times. With your brother, as a matter of fact, but um, good times, good times. So we know this is the strip club. So anyway, good chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right, chicken wings. Um, so you know, for those that know, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm always been a Jeezy fan. Although I did see somebody on Instagram, I thought it was funny. They was like, "Well, uh, Gucci Mane married a black woman, so he already went into me." <laughs> oh, oh, I'm on the floor sliding off my couch right now. Hey, hey. Ooh, so, ooh. All right, so. For those that know or don't know, you know, this has been a long time coming because at first, uh, um, I think Jeezy was going to battle T.I. And then I don't know if T.I. stepped down or whatever it was. So, right. So the battle went on between Jeezy and Gucci Mane. And they have had like a beef that spans like over 10 years. So um, if you remember back, you know, because Gucci's been in and out of jail. So the, the first time he got acquitted of murder, basically he was up at some chick's house. This was like 15 years ago. Right. And um, well, let, let's take it all the way back. So the beef originally started, I think, from um, the So Icy song. Remember, all these girls invited on So Icy. Mm-hmm. So remember, that was Jeezy and Gucci on it. And Jeezy wanted to, I thought it was going to be on his album first, The Thug Motivation, which is like, a classic and it was not because Gucci man took that shit. So he put it on his album first. So these two grown men have been beefing for decades and then to make it worse, which is the crazy shit. Um, so Gucci was at some girl's house and basically some dudes came in broken. He shot one of them, killed him. And the guy he ended up shooting and killing was Pookie Loke, which you know, might have been Gucci Mane. It, it was Jeezy's best friend or homeboy or something. So, you know, then it was talk. I remember, oh, Jeezy set up Gucci and had somebody come in and shoot him up and all this stuff. And I remember hearing that. Uh, all the craziness, all the craziness with that. Um, and then, so, and then recently, recently, remember Gucci went to jail on a probation violation for shooting a gun after yeah. he got acquitted of murder. Yeah, to blame it on what now? See how you how you how you I, mm, he, mm. Mm. oh and then and then and then you know Jeezy put <laughs> one of his songs, he put a ten thousand dollar ransom for anybody that can snatch Gucci Mane's chain off his neck. <laughs> <laughs> can you say petty? They are petty. I love it. 
This is good men beef. This is good men rappers beef because they taking it to the next level. This is hilarious. But I do, I, I must say, I mean, I, I heard so much about this back and forth. I like Jeezy. Like, what? You know, like he's, okay, so, you know, because he's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. He's the trap, he's the trapper's he's favorite a, rapper. how you doing? You know, hello. Yeah. He's got a dope beat. He, he, he kind of like comes in on the beat like a skater. Like, hey, how you doing? Like, hey. right. That's Jeannie you know, Ma's like, husband. He's, he's the reason for my president is black. Like, nobody can yes. tell me anything my about Jeannie. My president Jesus. is black. My Lambo's blue. Listen. Listen. He, Meanwhile, he I mean, you know, no shame for Gucci, but Gucci, remember, that was the shit we were saying, bitch, I might be. Bitch, I might be. <laughs> bitch, I might be. What's, what's the tattoo Gucci got on his face? It's an ice cream cone. That was the craziest shit. <laughs> I see some crazy I, stuff. How, how do you ever want to take somebody seriously when they got an ice cream cone on How do you come face? to a job interview and be like, listen, I'm serious about my business. <laughs> you got ice cream on your motherfucking face. Mr. Carvel, what are you doing? <laughs> ice cream man is coming. Right? He said, I'm a scoop of chocolate ice cream. What you idiot? What is, what is, but Hey, you know, he, he did his little time and his lady, you know, stacked the money and they have children. They had a big wedding and he did marry a black woman. So I mean, you know, and he came out of jail, um, you know, like looking like he ate all his food, all his, all the good food, all the greens and was working out. I mean, you know, he looked good when he came out. He was at spa jail. I give him that. But, um, this was, I mean, to me, like this was, it was such an important battle because of the longstanding beef between them. And, you know, even though it was some tense moments, I watched the whole, it was over an hour and a half and, you know, they were going back and forth, you know, cause they got this song, like they got this raps against each other. Like it's crazy. I always felt like Jeezy is more, he's more mature. You know, he's, he's mm-hmm. thug motivation. He was kind of to me like a, like the Jay-Z of the South yeah. and, you know, you can't compare. He's he's done songs with Jay Z. I mean, my my favorite shit. He's 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 been on. So meanwhile, Gucci and eh, you know Lemon on the Chain with the V cuts. That's no, cool. No, it's cool. Um, he was. I will say, like you know, Gucci was the mix. Gucci, tape. you know, mm-hmm. like that was his shit. Like he was out there, you know, mix taping it. But um, you know, it was a you know, Jeezy has so many classics. You know, his his albums with his album Thug yeah. Motivation One Hundred One went platinum. Jeezy he stashes all the yams at his auntie's house. Okay, so, so you know that that had me listening. Like, well, what y'all talking about over here with this auntie and these yams? <laughs> like, what is that's the best part. Trying to get, get 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 a nigga's lights free? <laughs> yes. <laughs> His code, his code, his 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 code. You know what I mean. He talks in such good code. I I like I like his wordplay. I, I love it. I'm, and I'm, he's, he's, you can you can sense the in the battle. I mean, you can sense the maturity because he kept saying he was like an old man. He's like, I tell you what, <laughs> <laughs> I tell I I tell you what. <laughs> like, what you gonna tell me, Jeezy? I I tell you what. <laughs> While while Gucci lemon on her chain with the V cuts, he said, "All right, that's cute." That's cute. <laughs> said, All right, that's cute. Listen here, young man. Listen here, young man. Let me tell you about these young yams, young man. And by yams, I ain't talking about yams. Okay, I young you man. <laughs> I ain't talking about fruits and vegetables, son. I'm talking about real yams. <laughs> oh, he was. It was. It was a classic. I mean, aside from the fact that you know there was a life that was lost, like you know the. That was Jeezy's homeboy that busts yeah. up in the house. And, yeah. you know, he was like, he claimed self-defense and he was acquitted. So, I mean, they got some, they got some, it's some real beef. So honestly, to see them, you know, even though it was, it was some real tense moments, 
it was a good it was a good battle because essentially that's what music is about to me. Okay. You know, I, I think uh, Jeezy tried to try to you know give him the old man speech like you know I bought you here, gave him the whole thing. It was it was cool. Mm-hmm. It was it was cool to see. I love wow. me some Jeezy. Jeezy, that I think people people felt a little torn, which was the part that I didn't really get. I was like, wait, what? Y'all really feel torn? Like with the man with the ice cream cone? But okay, if you say so, to each his own. <laughs> but but like you said, he is he is the Jay Z to the South. So you know, I get yeah, that part. You never seen them pies? Yeah. So much white that hurt you. I, I mean, I I mean, he taught me how to. <laughs> he taught me how to trap. <laughs> Trash trap music. Hey, who he made he made trap and he made trap music sound good. Like what they talking about? Just just crack cocaine, heroin. Um, you know, just selling it and how to get it over the border. And uh, they call it yams. And um, you know, stack it. it up. He got. <laughs> yeah, is like that. He ain't got to chop nothing up. Okay, no, easy. so you know, made you really think. Like, is is he, is this really your life? Like, are you really off the block? Uh, what was this on? Because I love the block. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rolling. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I start thinking of certain songs, and I'm like, yeah, that was him too. Yeah, he uh he loves that game. He loves the game. <laughs> he made music out of it. I can't even imagine. Pretty motherfucker, like hello. hello, ladies. How you doing? Well, all right. I can go on on about Jeezy, but let me tell you about an, another rapper. It's, it's all about the rappers right now. I don't know if you heard, but Fifty Cent he's trolling Lil Wayne for his Fed charges. When's <laughs> not trolling somebody? Yeah, he got, listen, Fifty is he's like a rascal of hip hop. He's such a little rascal. That's how that's how I look at him now. Like he's a little rascal. So Lil Wayne spent eight months on Rikers Island for weapon charges, so he cannot carry a gun. Right. So he I think it was like in Christmas, he was caught with a gold plated handgun. Um, you know, when they searched. He said he, got it as a gift. he said he got it as a Father's Day gift. It was in his bag <laughs> on a private plane in Miami. Like, like shiny, like, like, like bling, it was shiny. <laughs> yeah, it was a, right. It was a gift. Can you believe that? And this this whole this carries like a 10 year prison you know, potential charge. Like, what are you doing? Like, so of course, 50 Cent. He's already a convicted felon. Yes, yes. So 50 Cent, he's joking, saying that he needs to get number 45 on the phone um, before he leaves office to see if he can get a pardon. He said, because they're going to try to put you in jail for supporting Trump. <laughs> so you, I heard that 50 Cent said that the Trump campaign, like, had approached him. They was going to give him, like, up to a million dollars. Oh. To like attend the inauguration, basically mm. to get black people on the train. He said he didn't do it. Then remember, you know, Fifty had to backpedal when he was kind of joking, saying, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm leaving New York or right. whatever." Taxes were too high for the tax thing, but it was mm-hmm. it was more like a joke. But you know, Fifty said, you know, he, they probably paid Little Wayne so that they could get the vac- black vote. I don't know why they thought they was gonna get the black vote from Little Wayne, but that's another story. That that right there, hmm. They, they, it just goes to show you how how they really don't know us. Like all I gotta say is that they don't really care about us. Like you really thought Lil Wayne was gonna get up there and persuade me? You <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like I know that there's a man that has an ice cream cone on his face, but I'm saying you really thought that was gonna get me get my goat. Somebody, somebody said that Lil Wayne's um, dress looked like fried catfish. Fried cat girl. <laughs> when I. First of all, first you read the meme, right? <laughs> then you have to look at the picture. And I'm I'm a catfish. I listen, I eat fried fish. <laughs> I look, I was like, you know what? Somebody it do look like catfish though. It do, it do. It looking at his head make me hungry. I'm like, mm. 
he'd be mad as hell be a plate of uh a plate of cornbread and collard greens is next to his ear i'm like oh i'm sorry sorry <laughs> sorry sorry Lil wayne sorry <laughs> a like, pork next to his ear i know black people is creative and all but do we be putting fish in our hair <laughs> oh. Fried fish that and it was thick thick pieces of fried fish, you know. And if you if, and hey, people have locks. I love locks. You maintain them. It's great. But oh, yeah. his, his, his his locks are just unkept. Like that was the thing. Like he just let it go. Like fuck it. I'm Lil Wayne. Like I'm rich. Like I'm rich bitch. That's what he did. I'm rich bitch. Yeah. I don't got to. I don't got to do nothing. Okay. Well, good luck, Lil Wayne, because they gonna they gonna get you. They gonna get you, you know, a little handgun. That uh, number forty five is on his way out. He ain't trying to leave either, though. <laughs> no, what I what I told you, he's a he's a real estate mogul who's being a squatter. <laughs> <laughs> he won't he won't leave. <laughs> he's refusing to give up his power. Like, oh man, that nigga gonna have to be evicted. <laughs> no, that's he's like he's like watch my white privilege work. Watch how I'm gonna lock these doors. Oh, watch man. this. Watch. Oh, man. It's hilarious. Good luck, Wayne. See, we'll see what you can do. Cause that, I mean, that charge, he's, he, that, that's the charge that he has now, that gun charge. Uh, you know, things is a changing here. I don't know how that's going to go away. Like, nigga, you was trying to get on a private plane with a gold plated Father's Day gift. Ooh, he, was, he was shining it up Mm-mm. as they came. He was shining for Father's Day. Who gives somebody a. <laughs> he said he got it from like his daughter or something. Oh. I mean, I what, is he going to put in the vault? Something like that? I don't know. You better do something. Shoot him up. Shoot him up. That's hilarious. Anyway, anyway. moving on. I love oh, it. Oh, man. <laughs> Ooh, my, let me clear my throat because we are, we got to go to the woke minute. Okay. Woke. You ready? I'm woke. All right. Well, this this one is is a little somber for the woke minute, but I do want to bring some light and some uh, recognition to the mysterious death of Kawan Charles. So I know that you heard um, this happened all in the state of Louisiana where a uh, 15 year old Kawan Charles, um, he left his home with Janet Irvin and her 17 year old son, Bobby. So, you know, for those that were trying to figure out, it sounds like there was a, it, they were white. Um, and he left without his parents' permission on October 30th of this year. Um, you know, around three three o'clock, his mother, you know, was calling, trying to find out where he was. By eight o'clock, um, no one had really heard from him. So the, both the parents called 911 um, to report him missing. Now, here is where the ball gets dropped, the craziness happens, and you just have to wonder. But you know, you know, that racism probably plays a uh, an essential role here. So the police get called, law enforcement come, but to pacify the family, they're not going to put out a, an Amber Alert. They say, oh, he's probably at a football game, basically dismissing the family's pleas. So of course, no, no Amber Alert was issued. The next day, the family does their own investigation. Um, they find out, you know, that he was with a friend, you know, probably Janet Irvin and her 17-year-old son, Bobby. Um, and tragically, about three days later, he was found dead in a wooded area. Um, um, uh, it, it sounds like he was in the water. So, you know, this has been uh, compared to Emmett Till. I, you know, I did see some of the the uh, the body, and it was 
It's extremely graphic. Um, you know, it, my heart just goes out. I'm, I feel so broken, you know, just to see what, what happened to him in that short amount of time, um, that he was away from home. So the initial autopsy said that, you know, basically the, the condition of his body is due to the aquatic animals. Um, but the family is not resting with that. Um, they don't agree with that cause of death. They, um, because they initially said that he had drowned. Um, and of course the family is fighting that every step of the way. So, you know, a lot of emotions are running high. Um, the lack of transparency obviously is very evident. Um, and just kind of the indifference of law enforcement, you know, how they, you know, said he was at a baseball game when this child was clearly um, losing his life in the midst of that. So, um, you know, I, what do you what what do you think about this? this? this yeah, this breaks my heart. This is just a young 15 year old just happened to leave his house and. To know that, like you said, he was losing his life and to put his parents at ease, you know, oh, he probably at a football game. And I mean, it's like, did they go to the football game? Right. How did they how did they just disregard what was happening? You know, so when there was no Amber Alert call, like and it's just not fair. So, again, like, you know, you look at this as if it was a white kid. And I just feel like I'm just I'm sick of saying that because it, it's so true. Like that is why the term Amber Alert exists, not because Shaniqua was missing, not because Shantae was missing, but because. And Amber was missing. So we coined the term. That's where it came from. Not, you know, because we were cared for so much. And I just feel like this is where they dropped the ball. You know, um, I do feel as though the Baldwin Police Department, they dropped the ball right here. And, you know, the child doesn't have his life, his family. They don't have answers. And it's not fair. And I, I feel I'm so sorry to this family. This is this is horrific. Yeah. So my heart goes out to this family, to the friends. Um, you know, this is Black Lives Matter. And it's like, I, it, I want us to get to a point where we are, we are past that and we can, we can grow from that. But, you know, right now it's so much cause for alarm to keep, you know, pushing that in the face that Black lives do matter. And this uh, uh, is just a tragedy of when they don't matter as much. This is what happens. This exactly. This is what happens. It's just, yes, yes. We want to fight justice for Bobby. Oh, yeah. Justice for Bobby. Rest in peace. On a brighter note, on a brighter note in woke news. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. On on a brighter note. On a brighter note. Yes. In woke news. Uh, Mr. Travis Scott, also known as Sycamode, he is going to be giving back to the HBCU scholarships for students. So he um, has a Cactus Jack Foundation and he's providing educational and creative resources. So this is like such a big deal. He launched this um, with Wayman Webster Scholarship Program and this is named after Scott's grandfather. So um, Travis Scott actually dropped out of college and he didn't finish. But, you know, he has family that, you know, basically we are graduates. We want you to graduate. He went on to pursue this great career. He's successful, but guess what? He still believes in education and he's giving back. So I agree with that. I'm, I'm glad about that. Yeah. So, so it's like, one of those. You know, and actually his, his mother went to Grambling and his father went to Prairie View. So um, both parents went to an HBCU. See what I'm saying? So that's dope. I think this is dope. Um, the first round of recipients are from Morehouse College, then Howard, um, then Texas Southern University, Grambling State, 
and um, of course, his mother's alma mater and Prairie View and M University. And that's where his father attended. So he has parents who, you know, are college grads and he knows the whole HBCU. And I think it's only right for him to dig deep and give back. And I think that's super dope. Sycamore, you know, and Travis Scott has um, a meal at McDonald's and they're saying like it's sold out. You can go to McDonald's? Once in a blue. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I get a chocolate milkshake and... Once in a blue, I you you will catch me on, on the line. I can't even lie to you. Oh oh, and I'm lying again. I do like their chicken sandwich. It is delightful. Who would have thought that McDonald's would have an amazing buttery roll chicken sandwich? But anyway, so yes, Travis Scott has a meal, and he has a meal, and it's good. Oh, good for him. Well, I'm glad to hear it. You know, always let's get some good news up in here. Um, good job, Travis. Yeah, good job, Travis. You know, in the height of everything happening and where the world is at still focusing on education is something that this young man is trying to do. What what you got? Give it to me. (laughs) I don't know. I know hidden Hills. Deep up in. uh, Jot that top. Uh, 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 That wasn't a song, but you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Cause I'm bopping my head as you, as you, uh, 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 I was bopping my head with you. Uh, uh, I know. (laughs) I know. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's where we at? Oh man, we had a good. Hmm, what a good place. We are now at. <laughs> you said we're at a good place. I'm at my happy place. <laughs> we are now at the weekend D report. Yeah. I used to be scared of the thick. Now I throw lips to the shit. Hands with it like a real bitch. Have the hunter. right into it um so we have a question from one of our listeners she's looking for advice and hey y'all out there if you would like one of you have a problem you want to bring it to us bring it right here on the show we'll keep you anonymous send us a dm on instagram facebook at twizpod or you can email us at that's what i'm saying podcast at gmail.com go to our website www.twizpod.com. So I'm going to get right into it. So she says, um, my boyfriend and I really got serious during quarantine. He and his baby mama have been broken up for about a year. And I asked him if he thought she was prettier than me. He said that they, that we were both pretty and I'm prettier on the inside. He said, but she is prettier physically. (laughs) I don't know if this means he's over that I don't, I don't know why I can't read. He said, she said, I don't know if this means he isn't over her or if I should break up with him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> seeking you shall find. Who told you to ask that? <sighs> that was just, uh, may, what's the moral here? That's okay. Good. May I, may, may I chime in on this here? That is such an insecure question to ask. That's mm-hmm. the start there. Okay, and if he kept it real, however he thought he was keeping it real to say, you know, you you're pretty, you're pretty on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he just dug the hole deeper, girl. You might as well jump in the coffin. But she's prettier physically. So what? She got a fatter ass. Like, what is it like? (laughs) That was that was classic shit right there. That is now. But I'm gonna tell you what makes it funnier. This makes me think of that damn. Um. What is what is the rapper? Uh, fabulous. And he has a verse where he says, who wants Solange if you can have Beyonce? 
That's the first thing I'm reading this. I'm like, oh, this is so fucked up. But but that's how people feel sometimes. You know, remember that verse? I don't even know what song it was, but I just remember it made me go, oh, that's so messed up. I hope Solange doesn't hear this song. Uh, who, wants, who wants who wants Solange? If you can have me, I was like, oh shit, that's so messed up. So, um, should you break up with him? Uh, I mean, now he has you feeling away. Now he has you feeling away. So, I mean, what if what if a man flip the tables? What if a man said to you, "Is your ex's um was your ex's dick bigger than mine?" And what if he was like, "Well, actually, don't ask if you don't okay. want to know." I, what what if you like ran it down like well he definitely ate pussy better than you and <laughs> I mean them back shots that he was given oh so much better sick. and he lasted longer too right oh my god like what if you know but you're but you but your looks yo you 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 look like fucking Idris Alba but on the on the bedside he he's a winner what if he didn't sweat as much either <laughs> <laughs> and he loved eating pussy what if you did all that like he loved it what. <laughs> I'm just an asshole, right? <laughs> I go in. What if what if you went there? See, that's where she should have fixed him real quick, but she shouldn't have even been asking in the first place. So, um, you know, I don't think I don't think that's even a question to ask. But yeah, he told you what he really felt. Like, yeah, my baby's mom is popping. A lot of dudes love their baby mom. She's the forever love of their lives, stupid. But, you know, are you trying to ask her? Are you asking, like, am I outdoing her? You know, am I better than her? Like, cause then then no. And and the fact that that she puts you in a position to make you feel insecure, or should I say he puts you in a position, well, then, yeah, you might as well keep it moving. Because now you're always going to have that on your mind. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you she opened the door, and that's the thing. You you opened the door, so you got to expect whatever walks through that door. He was, he was honest, probably too honest, and he should have really just kept that to himself, because I'm sure, just like in any relationship, there are nuances to it. I mean, it's, it's a reason why she's a baby mom, and you know, she's not the wife. He's not with her. Mm-hmm. He's with you, boo. But you didn't open the door to so much insecurity. You don't open a can of worms. There's no way to close it down because it's not going to that part. That's it's not going to get any better. He said what he said. I said what I said. I said so, what I said, and that's what I meant. If you can't, you can't. You, if you can't live with it, then you need to go because that it's going to chip away at your self esteem. You're going to look in the mirror. You're going, you know cut yourself up, try to figure out what it is, what it is about her. And then I'm, I'm just, I'm just predicting, but imagine, you know, if she were to go long-term with this, this guy, Mm -hmm. that baby mom is going to be in his life for at least a good 18 years, some way, shape or form. You're Mm -hmm. going to have to deal with her. Mm -hmm. So why even put yourself in, in that boat? You, you, you've already done it, but I, I think it is, you know, yeah, she said, how long have they been together? Um, it's like a year. Uh, they got serious during quarantine, but she said, no, the baby mom, they've been broken up for about a year. So oh, it sounds like a, a okay. new relationship, like a year, well, you know, within the year, she said, you know, quarantine, but March, April. So, you know, they probably got a couple of months in, um, I, I don't think it's so much that he isn't over the baby moms as much as is you are never going to, you're not going to get over that conversation. What was said, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he tried to fix it up. You know, you pretty on the inside. What? That's yeah. like, um, remember, um mm-hmm. just taking mm-hmm. it back, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I can't even get it out. Eddie Murphy was it Eddie Murphy raw. And when he got caught with his, with his dick hanging out and the, and the girl came, the wife came in. Uh-huh. And he was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's like, yes, we fucked. I fucked. I fucked her. We fucked. But I make love to you. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I fucked up. Okay, okay, yes. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what he did. He <laughs> Exactly. Oh. We make love, right, right. You love me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He trying to put a little. Sh- oh, that is so funny. This listen, but I will be honest with you, and and I ain't shit. If I was a baby's mom and I knew that this is how homegirl was feeling, I would I would giggle at night. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I would Might give a little, a little bit. Petty, like, mm-hmm. I would just, I would, I would, I would, I would like put my lashes on and just like laugh a little bit, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would, I would, I would switch, a, I would switch a little bit more when I pick up my son. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I got this bitch insecure. Look at you, look at you. Mm. Oh, I would ask her. I would ask her, like, do you like my hair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so, sis. Um. I, I, you open the door, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. If you can't live this one out, you know, if this is just going to sour and give you all kind of insecurities, exit stage left now. No, but let me say this. Hold on. Hold on a minute. He's, I hate to tell you this. You, he's just effing you. That's what's happening right here. There, there's not, it's not about, we just got serious during quarantine. Nah, it was just because of the quarantine that, you know, caused the situation. It was, y'all did not get any deeper. There was no real connection because he wouldn't have said no shit like that to you. He told you exactly what it was. So yeah, he's focusing on your insides, which is beautiful because he's digging them insides. That's what he's doing. So no, come on, come on. No, no, y'all, he's just effing you. That's all he he's, yo, you are just a piece. That's all it is. I'm sorry. Mm Mm-mm. And, and 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 he's and he's still vibing with his baby's mom too. That's why he gave his baby mom props. Like she's she's prettier. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Right right away. Right away. Yep. Like yep. y'all are just boning. Y'all are just boning during quarantine because you want to be around somebody who you could take your mask off with. That's all. See, I don't I I think he was honest with her. He probably didn't understand the severity. I don't think he, you know, maybe, you know, I think he he she, he was being honest with her. And I think he thought the save was, but you're pretty on the inside because, you know, most women, I, I would think, you know, you want to know that the man respects your insides, not just your guts, digging your guts, but mm-hmm. the person yeah. that you are on the inside. So I think he thought he was saying something right, but it just didn't come out that way because petty over here, that's not how she was. That's not how she was taking it. First of all, you petty for asking the question, you know, you comparing prettiness and he was trying to go deep with you. You know, you're pretty on this. You're pretty on the inside. No. She's pretty on the outside. So I think there was some depth to what he was saying, but she ain't going to, you, I said, you're not going to catch it. It's, it's, and, and really it, it's tear, it's going to tear you up inside, literally and figuratively. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, I still think he's just, he's just there for the fun. Nope. Yeah. He's just there for the fun because she's feeling insecure about it and she's focused on the look. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's all. He making her feel away. Sorry, I don't agree. I think he's just there for that. So hit the road. Either way, it's going to hit. It's, it's going to eat at you. So it's time to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. well. Let us know how that goes, because I, I I will bet you I bet you I bet you my bottom dollar that that's what it is. Watch a year later. Like, oh, that was it. That was just quarantine. fun. he got back with her. Their son is having a birthday party next week. I'm looking at pictures on IG. That's what you're going to say. Moving on. We'll see. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'll see. Is it my jam?
Okay. okay, I'm a little souped about this one because this really, this this really, this really gets us back to the good old days. This is Foxy Brown's "Gotta Get You Home" featuring Black Streets. Okay, how you like me now? This is off of Uh Oh Uh Oh 1996 Il Nana album. Ow. Now I don't know if you know, but her original name is Inga. Inga. <laughs> Inga DiCarlo Fung Marchand. So everybody used to get on like her full name. Like, come on now, Inga. Like, cut it out. I don't care what, let me tell you, I don't care what anybody has to say. You know, stage name, Foxy Brown. She was a hot rapper. I mean, she had the little raspy voice. She had the Jay-Z flow. I don't care if you wrote it for her. The shit was always hot. This song right here was a super sexy song. Black Street sang the hook. Uh oh, uh oh, and how she said, and I threw on Black Street casually and had them in the song. It was just sex all around the car. Is it an ironic? <laughs> Back to reality, so cool. I love that. And it just she kind of played out the whole night and how she saw a dude and she was like, I'm about to say peace to my man's for you. When it's all said and done, I got plans for you. Girl, she was she really had a flow and she had such swag and just the way she was handling this dude in this club that she just met. Uh oh, uh oh! It's like this was the this was when this song came on. Whether you had a lounge or a party, this is when you gotta at least be locking eyes with somebody. You gotta scout somebody up because if you know you want to dance, yeah, this is your this is your sexy time. This is your time. R and B and rap. Yes, this is your moment. If you know the verses, I remember Foxy had the little with the the cowhide hat, the boots. I was digging her style, all of that. I remember I had to get myself the hat. She was she was super you had that hat. Yeah, to this day, to this day, I'm still rocking my cowhide and hat. I was ahead of the game. I used to roll up to high school. They'd be like, where is she going? <laughs> I'm going to math class. <laughs> where is she going? I, I was in the fashion. But anyway, so yeah, this was the Il Nana. This, and this whole album was dope, too. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Can we, we have to give props to Foxy Brown. Because let's, let's, let's be real. Yeah. She was, like, killing the game when she was, like, 16 years old. Remember, he- she was doing... Before she even had an album, she was like on. She she did a song with Tony Braxton, Maddie Ella Cool Day, a little reggae, Daisy. You know she she was she was all over. She was killing it. And what I you know this was the era. You know our era was it was the baggy jeans and you know the girl, which was cool. But she really she brought a lot of sexiness to it too. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at Lil Kim, but look at Foxy. Like she did that shit, and she was you know she held her weight. Well, all of the heavyweights, the big boys, you know, the Prodigy and, you know, um, yes. uh, Bobby, like, she did the, she did the, the firm. The, you know, that's like, mm, don't, don't, don't she you talk was. about no firm. Don't you talk about no firm. Woo! What about Brown? When the, the firm came out, I mean, and remember that whole math, remember the whole math equation she did and people actually put their pen and paper out? She's like, double yeah, it times, double like, times uh, three. That's a whole, like, mm. everybody was like, they was like, actually, she's wrong. I was like, I don't care. She spit that shit. I don't even care. I don't care. I don't care. I wouldn't. I would never. I don't know it. I don't care. Where my TI eighty two calculator? I don't care. I don't care. Oh yeah. This was all. Oh oh oh. Yes. This baby, I need you. Yeah. This was. This was. Yeah. This was a good song. This is a forever dope song from a female rapper, and I don't think she cursed too much. But you know what I mean. She was talking about all of that. You know. This is. I mean. And now we have our our WAP. And it's just straight out, but there's a little bit more wordplay with this right here. Super dope. Yay! Love it. That was a good one. That was a good one. You want me back? Thank you. I'm all happy. Thank you.
Uh-oh, uh-oh. All right, y'all. Well, we are now at the Support Black Businesses segment of the show where we believe in growing our economy and strengthening our communities by supporting products and services made FUBU for us by us. So this week, I want to highlight History Reinstated. It is a series of Black history courses designed to educate middle school and high school kids on American Black history in a way that schools have just outright failed to do. So their soft launch is coming up at the end of this month. Um, This is a company that was started by Sierra Narcisse and Marielle Suarez, who's a special education teacher. Um, Right now they are, uh, it's, you can go to Linktree slash history reinstated to get on their list, but this is, this is great. You know, I'm hoping that more of these projects, more of these um, companies will, you know, really start to, to, you know, take over because now that, you know, everybody's, all the kids basically have done this virtual schooling, they're online, you know, how long this is going to last in the foreseeable future, we don't know. Mm -hmm. But this is a great opportunity to put in, you know, outside of the mainstream education, put in some of the education that, you know, our kids need, the stuff that they're not going to get in school. So I love this. I absolutely love this. And I can't wait to see how this is going to roll out. Yes. Can I just say that I too love this. I just want to give these sisters super props. I know that I'm learning a lot, especially with black history just today. I'm, you know, I'm, as I get older, I'm learning today. And the first thing I say to myself is why didn't they teach us this in school? You know why? Like so much of it, like black wall street, like, wait a minute. Why, why didn't I know of this? Like, you know, some of, some of the great, I can go on and on, but I'm, I'm glad to hear this is, this is an effect. So sounds good. History reinstated. We yes. love it. Yay, yay, yay. All right, y'all. Well, we come to the end. Saying so. We'll be back next week. All right, y'all. Please like, share, and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast. You want to see our pretty faces? Watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show weekdays on Island TV or on the Island TV app. And Shatara, what else do we need to let them know? Yes. If you have a question for the Weekend D Report, if you want to keep up to date on all my comedy shows, as well as our podcasts and TV events, then get social with us. Find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at TwistPod. Not Twist, but T-W-I-S. At our website at TwistPod.com. As always, thank you again for listening. Stay well, stay healthy. Till next time, we love y'all. Peace. Peace.